is that your body is only going to use what it needs. So if you have like an excess of protein in your body, you're not going to become Hulk overnight. You're just going to store it as energy. So your body just stores it as energy. It uses what it needs and it's like, okay, we're good. We're going to store the rest as energy for later on. Um, on, on the other hand, if you are only eating protein and you're not providing your body with enough carbs, protein is going to be used as energy first and then building blocks second. If you have ever asked yourself, how do I run a race injury-free or get out of the constant injury cycle, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, where I will teach you how to enjoy lifelong injury-free running so you can continue getting in those mental clearing runs and even hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid half marathoner, coach, running physical therapist, and founder of Spark Physical Therapy Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you have been told to stop running with an injury. Learn more about our signature coaching program at programs.sparkyourtraining.com. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or follow the show on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Before we get into this episode, if you are recovering from an injury and you want to make sure you are maximizing your nutrition to become a healthy runner, you'll want to check out Heal from the Amino Company. Later on in this episode, I will tell you more about Heal and how it can help you with your injuries and overall recovery. Or you can check out the research yourself at aminoco.com slash healthy runner. All right, what are macros and how do they fit into a runner's diet? We are talking about the basics of nutrition for running on this 119th episode of the Healthy Runner podcast, where we help you get stronger, run faster, and become a lifelong injury-free runner. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. And today I have the expert when it comes to running nutrition with me here to discuss how carbohydrates proteins and fats play an integral role in your body and your running performance. Thank you for taking the time to come back on the show today, Brooke. Yes. Thanks for having me. Third time's a charm. Indeed it is. <laughs> Third time Brooke is on the show. So for those of you that don't know Brooke Zarnecki, she is our resident healthy runner, registered dietitian, nutritionist who provides some serious value in our healthy runner, Facebook group, our coaching client community, and has created a module within our one-on-one -on -one healthy runner coaching program that really breaks down nutrition for runners. Um, that is now required viewings for all of our athletes who are in our program. Um, so she has previously provided some amazing content as she kind of mentioned in two previous podcast episodes. So in episode 87, um, she shared some great information on underfueling um, and REDS or relative energy deficiency in sport and how it can actually affect your running performance, as well as shared some great content for middle-aged mom runners and how they can fuel and feel better during their runs, either pre or post menopausal. So if you missed that, check that out. And then also last time she was on the show was to kick off the new year. And we really talked about four running nutrition habits any one can do. So check that episode out as well. Um, if you missed that, that was episode 107. 
So in this episode, Brooke is going to cover Nutrition 101 for runners and answer some common questions. She's going to be talking about kind of what the difference between macronutrients and micronutrients are. What are the components of the food that we eat? Um, what carbs should runners have? And really, what's the difference between a complex carb and a simple carb and how we use them for running? And then what are the different types of proteins um, that are available for us? And then what fats are healthy for runners to consume? So this is going to be the foundation, honestly, the building blocks, especially if you are new to running, this is going to be especially important for you. But honestly, even if you've been running for a while and you haven't dialed in your nutrition, it all goes back to your foundation and your basics, right? So this is going to be super helpful for you. So let's get started with our little dynamic warm up, Brooke, for those that are new to the podcast or within our community, uh, tell them, you know, where you're from and what do you do? Yes. So my name is Brooke Zarnecki. I'm a registered dietitian and I am from Anchorage, Alaska, originally from Syracuse, New York. Um, my husband's in the military, so that's what brought us up here to Alaska. And I run my business full-time at this point. I'm a dietitian for runners, and I also help individuals with disordered eating and eating disorders, which is a passion of mine. So I just love what I do. I'm super excited to be like full-time entrepreneur now. So that is an update since last time we got on this Healthy Runner podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the spiel, the elevator pitch. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That is amazing. Yeah, I am so excited for you. Um, you've been doing some amazing work um, with our clients and our program, and I'm just so happy for you and, you know, look forward to seeing, you know, where this journey really takes you. Um, and yeah, this weekend was, you know, there was a bunch of athletes that you actually helped that were in our coaching program that had our our big kind of local race. So for those of you that don't know, uh, most of our coaching team is in the state of Connecticut. Um, that's where we kind of originated from. Most of the clients actually in our coaching program um, are actually outside of Connecticut, but we do have a kind of a small pocket um, within Connecticut. So we had our local spring kind of half marathon here um, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Wow. So much is like... <laughs> happened. Holy cow. So much has gone on. Um, and it was just so gratifying to see like everything come together because I need to give these guys a shout out on the podcast because like they trained, they committed, like all of these people hopped in our group in literally the months of November, December, even before the new year. And they said, I am ready to invest in my health and my running, either I'm going to get over a stubborn pain, or I'm going to get over a stubborn sticking point with my training, dial down my nutrition, right? And they committed, they trained in, in Connecticut, the coldest part of the year, the <laughs> hardest months to train in. So I just like was on cloud nine yesterday. I didn't run the race myself. For those that have listened to previous episodes, you might've heard me talk about running the Cheshire half marathon in my local hometown here in Connecticut. But I didn't run myself. I was just there to support the athletes. We had our table um, set up. We had a fun day. Coach Latoya and I were holding down the spark tent. Um, so we had a fun day and it was just amazing to see, you know, some people like, you know, Heather, who's in our program, ran a strong and fast 5K. Allie, who actually edits the podcast. She's been on the show um, for the hundredth episode. If you listen to that one, she just started running three months ago and ran her first 5K. 
Uh, she's a dancer, so she dances professionally and just started running. And this was something that was um, very exciting to see Allie crush, you know, her first 5K and do it for herself. Um, Chris in our program got a half marathon PR, and he's looking really strong for his marathon in Vermont coming up. Francisco, who is relatively new to running in his 50s, like is exponentially like crushing his running fitness, working with Coach Lou, um, finished third in his age group for this half marathon. And he's going to like crush his first marathon in Providence in a couple of weeks. Um, Kate is another one that Kate is, uh, she's in her young 20s and new to running. She's a nurse. She just like graduated school. She's, you know, going to nurse practitioner school um, right now. And she was told um, by doctor to basically never run again, that running was bad for her. And I'm just like, so proud of her as I kind of reflected on this yesterday that, you know, here's someone who's young, who really enjoys running was told essentially like never run for the rest of your life. Um, and really when in fact that wasn't necessarily true and, you know, we were able to help her overcome her pain and then train for her first half marathon. And she did like amazing. And, you know, just being able to get someone back to being able to like do something they love and also provide them such a great outlet, like running that they can utilize for their future. Right. As you know, Brooke, you know, as you start your life, you get married, right? You, you're working, you're entrepreneur full-time. Like we have stressors, like we need to be able to run some of that stuff off, you know? Yes. So this was, this was pretty cool. And then Rob, if you remember our firefighter guy, you know, he, man, he's been juggling a crazy schedule and he finished his first half marathon in like over seven years. He, I think the longest run he did in the last seven years was like a six miler. And he was That's able wild. to- you know, run the half marathon. So super proud of these guys. And how can I uh, forget Kathleen? Um, loved it. Shaved time off her last half marathon. Got some redemption in Cheshire. So go Kathleen. We're so proud of you. Um, so it was a great day overall. It was a very, very uh, rewarding day to see all these athletes who worked hard over the winter. And thank you for all of the guidance that you helped provide them along their way in fueling uh, for their runs. Yeah, I hope they all had their fuel yesterday. <laughs> yes, they did. They did. They had the fuel dialed down. And uh, thank you, everyone who is watching this on the Facebook Live. I see you guys here. Gina, Roger, Kip, Coach Cat, uh, Jana, Alexis. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions for Brooke at all, drop them in the comment box and she'll be happy to answer them. But let's get into today's kind of nutrition 101 for runners. So first question I have for you, Brooke, is really you know, I hear about this whole like macro thing and it seems to be kind of trendy macros. Um, what's the difference between macronutrients and micronutrients? Yes. So macronutrients are, I want you to think of like the big three. So macronutrients are what is your food is primarily composed of that gives us energy. So those are things like carbohydrates, protein, and fat. And then you have the micronutrients, which is literally everything else, all of the vitamins, all the minerals like iron, vitamin C, the B vitamins, all that stuff, those are considered micronutrients. So the macronutrients are what composed is what is composed of like the energy. So the calories, that's what protein, carbs, and fat are. And the micronutrients don't necessarily provide us calorie, like caloric energy, but they can contribute to energy as your body is working efficiently and properly. Like if you're low on things like 
B vitamins or iron, you might feel fatigued, but taking an, an iron supplement or a vitamin B12 supplement isn't necessarily going to give you calories, but it's going to help energy systems out, which will then in turn give you more energy. So macronutrients, the big three, carbs, protein, fat, micronutrients is everything else, which I do find that lots of people tend to get really caught up in like the nitty gritties of the micronutrients. So before we even worry about the micronutrients, we're looking at the macronutrients first, which is the calories. All right. So focus on the foundation first. Yes. If the foundation of your house is not sound and strong, um, there's no really need to focus on the little nitty gritty details. Exactly. And, and I, I always talk about that, like building your nutrition house, um, that, that, that foundation is of course the basic knowledge of nutrition. So just understanding like the very basics, which is what we're going to talk about today. Um, and then working your, your way up the, the house, so to speak, or the ladder, um, and getting into the more nitty gritty, like fun things like supplements and that kind of stuff. But without that, without the foundation, you can't move up, up the house or move up the ladder. I love it. Yeah. It's like how I think about from a physical standpoint, like my five tips for strong and healthy running. Um, if you don't have those components and you're not strengthening, you know, your run specific muscles, um, you're not training on one leg, you're not adding in some jump training, you're not taking care of your soft tissues, you know, you can find the coolest, latest, greatest exercise out there on YouTube or social media. But if you don't have that foundational strength to do it, um, it's really not going to move the needle in your running performance. So I kind of look at that from like the physical standpoint, that makes sense to me. Um, so yeah, let's get into those macronutrients and, you know, can you just describe what are the components or you kind of said carbs, proteins, and fats, right. Are yeah. kind of those main components in the foods that we eat. Um, so let's start with the first one there, carbs. So, you know, what are they and what do they do for our bodies? Yeah. So carbohydrates, like the only job of carbohydrates in our body is to give us energy. So when you think of carbs, I want you to think just pure energy. Um, carbohydrates get broken down into glucose in the body and that glucose is turned into energy in the body. So it's really cool because that is like the only job of, of, of a carbohydrate, um, which is unfortunate that they're getting such a bad rep in the media lately because they are just so important for athletes and endurance athletes specifically um, because we're using so much more of that energy um, on our runs, on those long runs, day to day. So carbohydrates equal energy. Um, and when we talk about carbohydrates, I'm talking about things like breads, pastas, rices, um, starchy vegetables, fruits, and dairy products. Like all of that is those have carbohydrates. Um, and the last piece of this as well is that half of your diet, like at least half of your diet should be coming from carbohydrates. So when I hear about runners that are going like low carb or no carb, it breaks my heart because you're really missing out on just such key um, energy components for your body and for your performance. So we definitely don't want to skimp out on the carbs because they're going to provide us with the most energy and your body is going to be using that energy most efficiently as well. All right. Thank you for that. Because actually my wife just asked me that the other day, uh, tell you the truth is because I, I think people have it. I, don't know, I might be judging here, but I think people have a tendency to share like what worked for them. And if they do something drastic in their nutrition, you tell me if I'm wrong here, if they do something drastic in their nutrition and they basically wind up doing fill in the blank, any diet, right. And they wind up losing a lot of weight. 
they kind of the correlation turns in in their minds causation right yes. and they think that it was that specific diet that had them lose weight when in fact it was literally that they wound up sticking to a regimented plan and eat less calories is that correct yes 100 okay. <laughs> percent. and the other thing with carbs too this is important um like with keto specifically and low carb specifically is that carbohydrates hang on to water in the body. So when somebody goes keto and they essentially like throw out all the carbs, that initial weight loss is primarily water, um, water weight, because like I said, the carbohydrates hold on to our water in the body. So that's where that big drop in weight comes from is primarily from water, which is not a bad thing or no, it, it's not a bad thing to have that water from the carbohydrates in your body. So that's just the correlation that you might find with the scale. Like if it goes down, like immediately after you drop out um, carbs, it's not necessarily fat loss. It's more of water loss. We all know one of the most frustrating parts about running is suffering an injury and bouncing back from that injury. We all know how important it is to get a proper diagnosis, properly load the tissue with specific strengthening exercises, incorporate mobility, and strengthen your surrounding run-specific muscles if you have listened to any of the running injury episodes on this podcast. An often neglected aspect of injury recovery and becoming a lifelong injury-free healthy runner is the nutritional component. For injuries to properly heal and allow your body to recover faster, you must supply your body with the nutrients it needs to accelerate muscle repair, and that is what the Amino Company's product Heal does better than any other product I have seen on the market as a physical therapist who works with a lot of runners struggling with recurring injuries. Heal is designed to reduce recovery times and improve physical function after injuries by accelerating muscle repair while helping maintain a healthy inflammatory response. In fact, a recent clinical trial compared HEAL with high-quality whey protein. The net balance between whole-body protein synthesis and breakdown was measured, and the response was that HEAL was found to be at least three times larger than that of whey protein on a gram-for-gram basis. Heal was shown to both reduce muscle protein breakdown and increase muscle protein synthesis. So let's break down the results of this clinical trial in a way we can understand. Participants basically had less muscle breakdown and faster muscle repair using Heal. If you're looking for a nutritional advantage while recovering from that stubborn IT band syndrome, Achilles, hamstring, or posterior tibial tendonitis, or even recovering from your daily training if you are healthy. I highly recommend you give Heal a try. I recommend it to all my athletes coming back from injury or those that are struggling to recover after hard workouts that I put on their running calendar. We even have a special offer for you where you can save 30% off by using the code HEALTHYRUNNER. Just head to aminoco.com slash healthy runner. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash healthy runner. And use the code healthy runner at checkout to save 30%. Okay. So then sticking with the theme of carbs, which or what types of carbs should runners be consuming if you know, you're telling us carbs are not bad. Like they're not the enemy, like whatever social media influencer you're following, um, you know, they're not bad. So what carbs 
would be the best for us as runners? Love that question. Um, so any and all carbs are great. However, I will distinguish the difference between it, like a complex carb and a simple carb and how they play a role in the runner's body. So complex carbohydrates are things that have fiber with them. So these are things like whole wheat breads, um, your fruits, your veggies, your starchy veggies, um, whole grains as a whole. So quinoa, brown rice, those kinds of things. Those are considered complex carbs because they have fiber in them. And what that fiber does is it slows down digestion of the carbohydrates. So you don't get a higher, you don't get a necessarily a bigger increase in blood sugar spikes. So it levels out that blood sugar spike and it keeps you fuller for longer because it takes longer to digest. So those are the complex carbohydrates. Simple carbohydrates are things like white breads, uh, white pastas, white rices, some fruits are pretty low in fiber, so those can be considered a simple carb. Pretzels, crackers, those kinds of things, they have very little fiber, um, and they give us a quick uh, spike in blood sugar, which is our body uses as immediate energy. So for runners specifically, and athletes specifically, we wanna have a simple carbohydrate like right before we go out and do an endurance activity because our body is going to be using that initial, like right away for energy. So we don't want something that's like longer digesting. It's going to get stuck in our stomach. It's going to give us cramps. Um, our body's not going to be using it as efficiently. So if something like a simple carbohydrate right before you're going out and doing your activity is super helpful for your body to use right away. Yeah. So I'm sure many people who are listening to this are wondering, you know, what do you recommend or what are some examples of those simple carbohydrates that runners can have right before they go out for their long run or to take before their races? Yeah. So like right before a run, I, I am one to do like pretzels right before I run a handful of pretzels. Um, I also want to do like a, a banana. Um, a lot of runners have no problem digesting bananas right before a run and they no GI upset. So those things are great. Um, even a gel like a, like an energy gel. Those are great right before a run, just simple, quick carbs to go right in your body. And right now my, my ultimate go-to is the nature's bakery fig bars, not brand associated at all. Um, but those things are like so good right before a run. And I do think they have a little bit of fiber, but they don't bother me at all. And I know lots of other people love those as well. Um, the other thing that's really hot right now is like applesauce pouches, which is kind of funny. Like the little go-go squeezes that right. you give to your toddler. Um, runners love those too, for right before a run. Yes. Um, and shout out to our client, Katie, if she ever listens to this, cause I know she, that's, a, that's her go-to. She steals her kids, um, applesauce, uh, pouches. And, uh, I think that's great. And, um, yeah, bananas, I think are definitely, uh, one of those go-tos. Um, I've been doing, um, the medjool dates, that have yeah. been working out um, really well with some of my, you can like almond butter on top. Um, I have like two of those before my run and strength training, like I did this morning um, or sometimes before a long run, or I will do maybe oatmeal and banana, like two hours before my long run and mm -hmm. probably like two and a half hours for my races. And I know many runners uh, do that as well. Um, so how about, so we want simple carbs. We don't want high fibery foods. Um, we mentioned bananas is good fruit. Any other fruits? Like all the others pretty much have a good amount of fiber in it, right? Yeah. And also it's like the type of carbohydrate that's in the fruit. So 
things that are really high in fructose for some people can like wreak havoc on the gut. So, you know, if you're having a piece of fruit, like an apple, for example, right before, and you're like, gosh, that really doesn't do, do me well at all. Um, it's because apples have pretty high fructose. So low fructose fruits are bananas and grapes. So those things um, are a little bit easier on the gut if you find that your gut is a little bit sensitive. Um, so hopefully that helps as well. Yeah. And does fructose cause a little spike in blood sugar levels and like the insulin response and all that stuff um, to occur so, that's like good post exercise, like strength training or running? So all carbs cause that spike in blood sugar. Um, and every, honestly, every single body is different in the way that they react to certain carbs and certain foods. So can't give a blanket. Like there's a lot of things in the GI index out there, um, which is like, there's a lot of nuance with that. So just be careful with, with information like that specifically, just know that everybody's body is, is differently, is different. Yeah. And so for those that don't know, um, what is the GI index? The glycemic index. So just as how fast a certain food will raise your blood sugar, which is based on a hundred grams of the food. So a hundred grams of, you know, a piece of fruit is different than a hundred grams of a different piece of fruit. So just, again, it's a little bit nuanced with the information that's out there and it's very detailed. So it's, it's easy to get like information overwhelmed when you're looking at something like that um, and following advice specifically from the glycemic index. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted you to clarify that in case people um, weren't familiar with that. And there are certain foods that have been classified as kind of high glycemic and low glycemic and which ones are bad and good. You'll see those labels being placed. Totally. Uh, a lot. So thank you for clarifying that. All right. And I think, I think that pretty much covers like the basics of carbs, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Carbs are the most okay. like intricate ones. So, okay. All right. So carbs are not bad guys. Um, especially, and I, again, I just need to reiterate that because I think there are many runners, um, who maybe start running or enjoy the benefits of running for perhaps weight loss. And it has been so much in the media the last, what, 10 years, I would say, um, that, you know, carbs are like the enemy and they're like the worst thing ever. And I, I, I think we need to think about this, as Brooke is saying, from an athlete standpoint and, you know, you as a runner and what you need to do to be able to perform at your best. And if you can't perform at your best, then you're not going to actually, number one, hit your running goals. And number two you know, be able to even, you know, put out that effort or run how you want to, to maybe actually burn calories exercising for weight loss. Right. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. And you know, the biggest thing I tell athletes is like, let's make sure you're well-fueled first before we even talk about like any of that other stuff, because a well-fueled runner is a healthy runner is a strong runner. Oh, love that. Well-fueled, healthy runner, strong runner. Okay. So let's <laughs> go on to protein. Um, so what are the different types of protein out there or, um, you know, what is protein doing for us as runners? Yeah. So protein is your body's building blocks. So when you think of protein, I want you to think, okay, building things up, keeping things strong, putting things together. Um, protein is, is responsible for helping you repair your muscles, build your muscles back up from exercise. When we get all those little micro tears from exercise, um, protein helps your cells rebuild and your tissues rebuild and repair. So proteins get broken down as amino acids in the body. And those amino acids is what does all of those, 
um, functional physiological processes that I just mentioned, and, and as well as helps you fight infection. Um, and I think the really important thing to talk about with protein that is a, a misnomer out there is that your body is only going to use what it needs. So if you have like an excess of protein in your body, you're not going to become Hulk overnight. You're just going to store it as energy. So your body just stores it as energy. It uses what it needs and it's like, okay, we're good. We're going to store the rest as energy for later on. Um, on, on the other hand, if you are only eating protein and you're not providing your body with enough carbs, protein is going to be used as energy first and then building blocks second. So that's really important to, to distinguish too. Um, and this is why it's like balanced nutrition is so important and to understand like what each process does in your body. So protein equals building blocks and repair. So as you were saying that I'm thinking about, it's almost like if you are limiting your carbs and you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? Because then you're using your protein to, you know, use for energy. But if your goal is to actually get stronger as a runner, which if you're listening to this podcast, that's most likely your goal, right? Is to get stronger, stay healthy, not get injured, lifelong running. And if you're not having the proper carbs, then the protein that you're eating is going toward energy. And then it's not there to actually rebuild your muscles to get stronger. Um, totally. So- all right. All right. That makes sense. And then what are some examples of foods, um, you know, that runners can have, um, or would be good for runners to have as protein yeah. source. So plant versus meat, um, or plant versus animal doesn't matter. Whatever you prefer, whatever you like, there is no like benefit one or the other. Um, it's totally based on your preference. So if you're going for the animal based products, your proteins are going to be anything like beef, fish, chicken, um, game meat. That's like really big up here in Alaska. So I started to mention that, um, eggs, things like Greek yogurt. Those are all wonderful sources of protein for animal-based protein products. Um, now, if we go on to the more plant-based side, which I know we've got a lot of plant-based runners, I work with a lot of plant-based runners. So I've had to get really creative and thinking of different ways for you guys to get protein in. So things like beans, lentils, tofu, any soy product, um, seitan, which is a wheat protein, nuts, hemp hearts, nutritional yeast, quinoa, those sorts of things are all great plant-based proteins. All right. Thank you. And the best time to consume protein would be when? So evenly throughout the day. Um, timing, I would say, you know, make sure you just get some at breakfast, lunch, dinner, even better if you can get some with your snacks as well. So whenever you're building up your meals, you know, I always like, we'll talk about this later on, but think about, okay, where's my protein in this, in this meal or this snack? Um, just to make sure that you're getting plenty throughout the day. Cause again, your body is only going to use what you give it um, and, and what it needs. So make sure that you get plenty throughout the day and you'll be good to go. All right. So that was carbs and protein. So we covered two buckets. The third bucket you said was fats. Um, yes. so yeah, I think fats also possibly we may try to limit, uh, so what fats are healthy for runners to consume? Yes. So fats, um, provide us again with energy. They help us insulate and protect our body. Um, and the most important regulator of, of fat is that as a hormone regulator. So if you are not consuming enough fats, your hormones are not going to be running efficiently, no pun intended. Um, and things like our sex, 
uh, functions are going to go first if your fats are not up to par, even overall intake is up to par um, because it's not a necessary function of the body, right? So if you feel like, gosh, I'm really dragging, I've lost my menstrual cycle, maybe your sex drive is really low, um, that could be an indicator that you're just not getting enough overall energy and or not enough fats in your body and your diet. So ways you can get fats from your diet are things like fatty fishes, oils, nuts, seeds, avocados, and dairy again. All right. And is there a recommended like percentage of a diet or meal or like, I don't know, daily intake you recommend? So a range would be between 25 and 35% of your diet should be coming from fats. Um, and I like to give that range because again, everybody is so different and individual, but for most people, they land within that range. Okay. All right. Excellent. And those are some, yeah. So you want to basically stay away from like the saturated fats, right? And the fried foods and all of those, right? Those wouldn't be the best in terms of like running performance and or recovery from running. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely room in your diet for anything that you want, but those things are probably going to make you feel a little bit run down, like especially the fried foods. Um, but again, it's all about, okay, what do you want in that moment? Um, so the, the recommended amount is less than 10% of your diet should be coming from saturated fats. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I, I would say, you know, just add to that, that you definitely don't want to consume, uh, you know, those saturated fats or fried foods the night before your race, as we <laughs> kind of spoke about last uh, week's episode with Coach Whitney. Um, so Excellent. So that's kind of the basics. Anything else that you want to add to that in terms of like running nutrition basics? No, I don't think so. I think that really does cover like the house, like the foundation of the house. So those are, that's my, my spiel on those. Awesome. So that's really what we pretty much covered here today, runners. We wanted to keep this very like pinpoint specific focus topic of really that foundation of the house or the running nutrition. We talked about the differences between micro and macronutrients, those three components of macronutrients that you need to be focusing on as a runner, your carbs, your proteins, your fats. Um, we talked about what carbs um, may be best at different times and the difference between complex and simple carbs. Um, and then also you know, where proteins and fats fit into the picture um, for fueling as runners. Um, so, you know, if someone wanted to kind of learn some more information regarding nutrition um, for runners, you know, where would be a good spot for them to connect with you, Brooke? Yeah, so I'm very active over on Instagram. So if you guys want to follow me over on Instagram at Intentful Nutrition, that is the best way to find me. Um, and then I do have a nutrition course for runners as well. If you want to learn a little bit more about the nuances of the basis of nutrition and, and all everything else like pre, during and post-workout fuel. So I cover all of that in my nutrition course for runners as well. Awesome. And then, yeah, you can also, if you guys are not in the healthy runner, Facebook group, uh, community, Brooke is in there sharing uh, weekly content, um, as well. So make sure you join our Facebook community and you can get that weekly content, um, as well. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on for the third time is the charm. This was so <laughs> informative. And I think, you know, sometimes this might've been a little basic for some of you, but I think it's always a good reminder because you're right. Like we get caught up in the weeds sometimes of like the nitty gritty vitamins, minerals, this, that supplements. And, you know, we really don't focus on the house and the foundation. Totally. So 
thank you for providing this reminder. And, you know, if you guys are watching the video version of this, let us know what you found most helpful. Um, drop it in the comments below, uh, just so we know kind of what to keep producing in terms of content to help keep you healthy as a runner. Thank you so All much, right. Dwayne. Brooke, yeah, it was great seeing you as always, and we will be in touch soon. Remember, guys, every week we go live within our Healthy Runner Facebook group, so check out our events tab to see what we're going to be covering next week on the podcast. And thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to this during a run, like keep crushing your run out there. Let's stay active. Let's stay healthy, and let's just keep on running. Bye, guys. See ya. Hey, Healthy Runners, have you been listening to this podcast for a while and have been implementing the strategies we talk about on a weekly basis? If so, kudos to you for taking action because we all know those that are successful are those that take action. However, I do talk to many of you runners and you guys are trying to implement the strategies. Maybe you've seen some exercises on my Spark Your Training YouTube channel, but you're just not sure if that is exactly what you should be doing depending upon your situation. So if you're looking for clarity and focus in order to be able to collapse time so you don't have to figure it out all by yourself, that is exactly what we take care of with our team of experts in our one-on-one personalized run coaching program to get you stronger and faster so you can enjoy lifelong injury-free running. What do you get when you sign up for the Healthy Runner Coaching Program? You get 16 weeks of one-to-one run and strength training, coaching, and accountability. You get strategic one-on-one deep dive coaching on a monthly basis. You get focused feedback on your training on a weekly basis. You get the strength program for running resource library and you get lifetime access to that. You also get an online personalized structured run and strength plan. You get a community of like-minded runners and then access to our trusted healthy runner coaching team made up of certified run coaches, a physical therapist, a registered dietitian, and personal trainers and fitness instructors. If you are interested in seeing if you are a good fit to work with myself or anyone on our team, then just head to sparkyourtraining.com forward slash coaching. Check out the behind the scenes video tour of the program and hear from runners just like you who have been through our program before. We would love to provide you the clarity on what you should be focusing on in your training, whether it is getting stronger with strength training, the specific types of runs you should be doing, or the nutrition you should be fueling your body with for those runs. If you're ready to get the support and accountability you need to take action and put the work in, then I would love to hop on a call with you to see if you're a good fit for a one-on-one healthy runner coaching program. Just head to sparkyourtraining.com forward slash coaching and get signed up for your enrollment strategy call with me today. Thanks so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here's four ways I can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of my Spark Blueprint at programs.sparkyourtraining.com. Two, follow my Instagram page at sparkyourtraining. Three, join my free group by searching Healthy Runner in Facebook. Four, subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash sparkyourtraining. Five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential runners and bring those lessons back to you here. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner to help you get stronger, faster, so you can enjoy lifelong injury-free running. 
Lastly, if you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner and want one-on-one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team, check out the the behind-the-scenes video tour of our coaching program and the stories from many of our athletes who are struggling with the same sticking points that you are right now. Just head to programs.sparkyourtraining.com forward slash coaching. Thank you again, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening. Now go and crush your run today.